Hello, and welcome to the Feel Good Brands podcast, the show that shines a spotlight on brands that make life better. My name's Sarah, and on this month's podcast, I'm joined by Damien King, who later this month will be embarking on a challenge to walk the entire length of India on a mission to raise awareness of mental health and male suicide. Hi, Damien. Thank you for coming in. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good. Thank you so much. Well, I've been so looking forward to meeting you and learning more about your upcoming uh, charity trek, your adventure. Um, so we've got a few few questions, all sorts of bits and pieces that we'd love to run through with you. Um, so maybe if we can go back to the beginning, I know that you've talked about turning 40 and your desire to challenge and push yourself. What was the inspiration behind your incredible idea? Uh, inspiration I think I just experienced that typical kind of hit 40 I mean I still question where a midlife crisis actually comes in at 40 or 50 I think 40 is probably the new midlife crisis and you know for me personally I just started to question everything uh, everything that a lot of I think men do question themselves about when they hit those monumental kind of age brackets 25 30 40 um you know have i achieved enough in life of you know have i got enough money have you dated enough women um you know things like that so for me it was very much about kind of questioning what i've achieved up to you know the ripe old age of 40 uh and just thinking to myself do you know what I want to try something new. Um, you know, I've been watching programs like the SAS, uh, Who Dares Wins on TV, things like that. A lot of friends enter uh, a lot of competitions in terms of kind of Ironmans and things like that. And I just wanted something that was quite unique to me. So, yeah, the harebrained scheme of walking across India kind of developed. I mean, it, sound, it just sounds fantastic. What, what motivated you to choose India? Well, I've travelled... I travelled India. In actual fact, it was a country I travelled to the very first time I actually left the UK to travel around the world back in 2005. And for me, it's just a country of many cultures, many religions, uh, almost a country made up of many different countries. Every district has got a different language, a religion, uh, a belief, culture, history. So, you know, I'm starting up in the north, which is up near the Himalayas which is very very cold so it's the kind of stark contrast in temperatures and landscapes really that I thought would challenge me the most so yeah that's and there's there's such a magical connection with India it it really is a country like no other so yeah that was kind of my thought process behind it. Wow can you tell us a little bit more about the sort of the the practicalities of, of your adventure I guess like how long will it take you to walk India? Um, I mean, I don't think there are. Everything's very impractical with India. Uh, that's that's the you know the fun of it. Um, I'm looking. At, so the whole journey is going to be 2,547 miles at least. That's how long it's going to be if everything goes according to plan. Which you know, if you know kind of India, um, that's probably not going to be the case. Um, but in and around kind of 2,500 miles. Um, and sorry, what was the question again? You you, you turned around and said, "What was yeah. the how how long will it take you to walk here, and 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 how many miles a day do you expect to cover?" So it's going to take me. If you ask my girlfriend, four months. If you ask me, maybe closer to five. Uh, I'm on a bit of a you know, going to get back to things like birthdays and that. But um, you know, that aside, that aside, I'm going to be walking up the thirty miles a day. Um, now that you know, that could differ. Ultimately, that's my aim. But because of the landscape 
landscapes and the environments that I'm going to be facing. You know, it could well be that, you know, I'm walking through, you know, open landscapes with no kind of uh, inhabitants there. So it might be that I walk 18 miles one day and there's a village there or there's somewhere that I can actually lodge. Um, yeah, if I went on to do the full 30, it would take me into the wilderness, into the middle of nowhere. So, but then the following day, it might mean that I have to walk 40 miles to get to village uh, to a village or kind of water source so in and around we average it out about 30 i should imagine it's going to be between kind of 20 and, and 40 miles per day gosh that is just uh, that is phenomenal how do you prepare from a from from a sort of physical point of view for, for such an ad- adventure yeah i mean it's phenomenal if i actually manage to walk the whole 2500 miles which you know i do jest but you know i'm 100% committed to it. Um, preparation's been somewhat difficult because obviously I've got to, you know, keep things uh, like, you know, work continuing throughout the process, obviously the training and things like that. And, you know, I mean, I'm not built for long distance endurance. You know, I prefer, you know, my type of training is more kind of strength and conditioning. Um, you know, I, I, I don't like long distance running. In fact, it's the worst thing I could think of in fitness is, is, is long distance. Um, and again, walking, you know, it's very difficult for me just to spend kind of 10 to 12 hours a day practicing over here. So it's been a, it's, it's been, shall we say a little bit of circuit training, core stability, um, a little bit of climbing in the gym as well, getting out for walks when I can. Um, but you know, the other thing I'm up against is I'm going to be carrying a rucksack between kind of 20 and 30 kilos. So, you know, there's only so much preparation you can actually make for this type of expedition. I I think our listeners are dying to know what will you be carrying in your rucksack? (laughs) Uh, as little as possible, hopefully. <laughs> but I think the the reality is, you know, I'm taken on this expedition. Um, I don't have a contract with the BBC or Channel 4 or, or any of these big corporations. So I've got no support team, no guide, no fixer. So literally everything I'm taking, I've got to carry myself. So, you know, the rucksack mainly is going to uh, consist of recording equipment because I'm going to be documenting the whole adventure. Uh, I'm going to be uploading to YouTube for things like daily vlogs. I'm going to be very active with, uh, very active with blogging as well. So in terms of, uh, I've got to take a couple of different changes of footwear because of the conditions. Um, It's mainly going to be what I'm going to be wearing uh, and and the recording equipment, to be completely honest. Um, Food and water is going to be minimal. Um, and I'm just hoping to, uh, you know, survive and, and mix with locals and, and without being too much of a hindrance, you know, along the way. Fantastic. Now, Damien, we mentioned in the beginning that you are, of course, actually walking for for charity or for two charities. Um, I think we're all becoming increasingly aware of the importance of mental health. Yeah. So what inspired you to choose Calm and Heads Together as your charities? Well, so, so basically, the way that it's transpired, um, I'm actually doing the walk for calm. I've got um, on this particular um, expedition, it's solely for calm because I've got other ideas for other kind of charity expeditions along the way. And I wanted to kind of focus and bring all the attention down to one particular uh, charity out there, um, purely for the fact that the message doesn't get diluted. But, you know, mental health has affected my life in 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 so many ways i mean unfortunately i suffered with uh depression back in 2000 and i suppose really from around about 2014 2015 um you know it it 
it really did cost me everything, um, you know, my home, my wealth, my fiance. And yeah, it was a very, very difficult time. But I feel very, very fortunate that I had the foresight to make certain lifestyle changes that helped me get back on my feet. Um, unfortunately, I'm aware of far too many guys out there that haven't been fortunate enough to have that foresight and have sadly lost their lives. Um, so, yeah, I, and this is something that, you know, we hear of uh, re- more recently, the, the guy out of Love Island, Keith Flint, Anthony Bourdain, um, yeah. more and more people. So it's, you know, there's a lot of work out there that's being done, which I think is fantastic. But for me, it's really about trying to focus on the solution rather than the problem. You know, yeah. to, to manifest into what works right, what you can incorporate into your daily life. Um, because, you know, it's, there, there's not a lot of support groups out there for guys. And as soon as you mention those two words, support and group, you know, guys tend to, you know, shy away from it. And it's I find that there's a lot of bravado with men. It's, you know, everything's all OK when you've have, had a couple of beers in the pub. Um, and then it's kind of co- quite an insular uh, type of illness that a lot of guys experience and it can really snowball from there with bad lifestyle choices so yeah it's kind of touched on not only me but a lot of people in my life as well friends and colleagues so you know I feel very very fortunate to be able to actually be in a position to take on this challenge so yeah that's really the uh, the story behind it that that's incredible Damien so so your inspiration really has come from a very personal place yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny. I mean, I'll, I'll touch on this just very briefly. But, you know, I've growing up as, I, I, you know, a guy, I've never really been able to relate to these people that get so upset when a celebrity dies or passes away or, you know, a, a boy band breaks up or anything like that. Um, but last year, Anthony Bourdain, a very famous travel writer, um, an adventurer himself, you know, he took his own life. And it really, really shocked me and hit me because on paper, it looks as if he had the perfect life, a, a job that took him all around the world, eating, you know, amazing food. Uh, he gets to travel and he's even said it himself that it is the world's best job. Um, and yet even he suffered with the darkness uh, outside of his, of, of his career that put him in a position that he wanted to take his own life. So, you know, and this is the thing, a lot of guys put up a big facade about the whole kind of mental health thing. And I think the more we do to reduce the stigma attached to it, uh, the better. So that's that's my goal and my aim. Yeah, that is. Th- thank you so much for for building on that a little bit, Damien. Just insofar as the trek, I can only imagine how tough it's going to be both physically and mentally. Yeah. And how do you think how will you look after your own mental health during the trek? Uh, by the same things that I do back over in the UK and it's really do you know what I I was exposed to uh, personal development back in my early 20s and that actually gave me the foresight to make a lot of really positive lifestyle choices and one of those was actually quitting uh, the corporate life and traveling around the world Um, so you know things for me like meditation mindfulness um, diet, nutrition, visualization, um, you know, things like that. I've always played an important part of who I am as a person and none more so than when we're actually away. So, you know, the thing for me, getting back out to nature is a big thing, but also one thing that I really want to touch upon is that I think a lot of people 
you know, there, there are chemical imbalances out there and mental illnesses that are something that I know absolutely nothing about, bipolar, manic depression and things like that. And that's something that people have to see specialists for. But a lot of other people suffer with depression and suffer with a dim uh, and bleak outlook on life because their landscape and their environment uh, is not a positive one. And for me, making these positive steps uh, and positive kind of advancements in life and having purpose in your life is 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 a big 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 thing for me so actually having this challenge has given me such uh something to aim for you know a goal and for me it's really just taken up the last six months of my life getting all the planning and reaching out to other people so for me managing it out there i've i've already in my own head i've already completed it um and i know that sounds a little bit kind of that's not being blasé but for me all the successes comes from your mindset. And for me, you know, I, I'm in a very, very good place at the moment. Uh, and I have been for a, for a few years now. So I know what I have to do. If I take a bit of a dip or anything like that, I know what I have to do to get myself back in uh, to the right mindset. And a lot of that comes down with just kind of being present, living in the here and now, rather than worrying about the past or worrying about what's going to happen in the future. About sort of having that, having that awareness. Yeah, being present, being conscious of the decisions you're yeah. making right here and right now, rather than worrying about something you've got absolutely no control on. Um, and, you know, and, and worrying about the past. I mean, you know, I'm probably going to butcher what the actual particular saying is, but it is very much, you know, if you worry about the past, it's very much, a, uh, you know, you can get depressed. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? It's a constant worry. And also worrying about the future is very much the same thing. And that's what causes a lot of anxiety with people is worrying about outcomes and just not living, you know, in the, in the present moment. So you've, you, you mentioned just a moment ago, Damien, that you've almost sort of visualized a successful trek, a successful yeah. adventure. So what does, what does that success look like to you? Uh, I mean, ultimately success is going to be me completing um, the adventure, but more importantly, um, you know, I want to I want to raise awareness and spread a positive message along the way. Uh, you know, India has got a very high um, rate of depression. And again, you know, they're, they're several years behind us in terms of public perception on that. But, you know, victory for me is completing it. It's inspiring people that you really do. I know it's an overused cliche of stepping outside your comfort zone. <clears throat> Excuse me. And do you know what? I I. Yes, stepping outside your comfort zone is relevant, but I also think it's overplayed. You know, doing an extra 10 minutes on a treadmill in the gym uh, isn't stepping outside of your comfort zone. You know, going and taking upon uh, a real big commitment, that's stepping outside of your comfort zone. Something that's actually going to get you saying to yourself like, damn, what have I let myself in for? Damn, I'm feeling really uncomfortable here. Yeah. Um, and I'm just conscious not to swear on your podcast, but it really <laughs> is just that kind of complete change in mindset. And India, for me, walking across it, you know, it wasn't, I, I was looking into doing a London marathon. I was looking into doing another one of these events, but there's so many people doing it. And for me, I wanted to do something that was going to be um, just me. So I don't have the outside support of anybody else. And I think that's maybe relevant to proving something on a personal level to myself. Yeah. 
just just talking about the support point just there actually Damien you you have engaged with some quite big brands haven't you including GoPro and Water to Go to support you and your your adventure how did you approach them and what do you hope to get from these partnerships well first and foremost I think it's very easy to turn around and say one it's not easy to work with these big brands like you say I'm working with a lot of uh, brands that are really really uh, household names within the travel and adventure uh, scene and it was important for me to work with these companies and you could turn around and say well that's great you get free gear things like that but look if you think you're going to reach out to these big brands as a nobody which is exactly who I am you know I'm not a social media influencer I'm not Leveson Wood or Ed Stafford you know if you think you're going to reach out to these brands and they throw loads of kit your way you know you're going to be in for a rude awakening because it doesn't work like that but my background is is sponsorship, it's media, it's connecting um, mutual companies together. So I've got a lot of experience with that. And for me, it was about approaching these brands, letting them feed into the narrative, letting them understand more about the, uh, the value that can be gained on both sides. Uh, and really letting them know, first and foremost, what's in it for them as much as it is for me. And that's how I got the attention of a lot of these big brands and maybe having a slightly unorthodox way of reaching the decision makers. Sometimes that is the way to go though, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. You know, getting past those gatekeepers and <laughs> there are some brands that I've approached uh, and it was a no from the brand direct. There are other, you know, the very same brands I've approached, but I've gone via their PR agency and it's been a yes, how can we work together? Um, but look, you know, the whole the whole expedition, the whole adventure with create your own adventure, because that's what I I think that's another thing as well, Sarah, is that it's not just, hi, I'm walking across India. I've created a brand. Yeah. So when I've approached these companies, it's not just can I have uh, it's look, here's a partnership program. This is how we're. Uh, ensuring that it works for not only the brand, but also for us as well. So there's going to be good exposure for their brand. But also, because I'm going to be recording the whole expedition, I wanted to get more content and more content behind the scenes. So yeah. a lot of the brands have spoken to me about, you know, prime example, Salomon. I'm not wearing a traditional hiking boot. I'm wearing a trial trainer. But that really has come through a lot of conversations I've had with footwear brands on what they think I'm going to be best suited for. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Create Your Own Adventure platform and its values? Yeah, very much so. You know, Create Your Own Adventure. I wanted to, for me, you know, I'm very conscious of, I get a lot of people saying to me, oh, so are you, are you a coach? Are you this and you're that? And, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a coach. Uh, I'm not a, a qualified in any area, apart from the fact that I'm qualified being a 40-year-old guy that's traveled around the, uh, traveled around the world, has opened a few businesses, has worked and had a successful career in the city. You know, everything that I talk about are just really kind of simplified strategies that work because I've tried and tested them. And I know in the personal development space, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of charlatans out there, very much get rich quick schemes. And the whole thing with Create Your Own Adventure, I wanted to create a brand that inspires it's it's all about the solutions rather than the problems. So, I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I've got ideas about doing events when I'm back. I'm going to be doing the documentary and things like that. But create your own adventure really for me is has been the biggest passion project that I've actually undertaken. Um, you know, I'm sure if I was to pitch 
the business model to the dragons in the dragon den you know i'd get i'd get laughed out of the room because there isn't really a, a, a set in stone you know my, my background is working with a lot of startups and if someone presented me with this business and 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 the profit models and the revenue streams it, you know would i invest in it i don't know but it's such a passion project for me so it feels right the gut instinct says pursue this um, and sometimes I think it's about pursuing what feels right, where you've got purpose and, you know, the, the financials will, will come, I'm sure. But the, the main purpose for this is to raise awareness. So I don't really care about the business aspect to it. The, the passion is absolutely there, Damien. It's, it's I hope incredible. so. I hope so. Oh, you know, it keeps, certainly. It keeps me up at night. And, and like I said, you know, it doesn't tick all the boxes. Create Your Own Adventure doesn't tick all the boxes for, um, you know, a, a business per se. But it certainly does when it comes to, you know, having a, a founder that's so passionate about what he does. And I just feel that, you know, we could put on events, we could put on training workshops, podcast shows and things like this. And it's it's more of about creating that community uh, for people to sit down there and think, do you know what is a very average guy that's done maybe above average uh things and you know i want to inspire people to do exactly the same themselves without sounding like some big kind of american motivational speaker (laughs) you're being very modest there damien i think (laughs) there you go there you go can you tell us a little bit more about your planned documentary and did we hear that there's potentially a book in the offing yeah very much so you know i've you know, I'm, I'm probably one of these kind of frustrated authors. And, you know, I think everyone says, well, I've got a book in me. You know, I've, I've pretty much got a book ready to ready to go on this. Um, I've spoken with a couple of publishers previously. Um, the documentary, I think, is going to be it has to be what Create Your Own Adventure is all about. So I don't want to turn it into this real kind of boring uh, travel. Not, not not saying that walking across India is going to be boring at all, but I'm just conscious of the way that people consume media nowadays is very different to how they did five, ten years ago. Yeah. So rather than going down the route of maybe like an hour to an hour and a half documentary, also bearing in mind I don't have a film crew, you know, I want to get a lot of the... Um, I want to get a lot of the message and a lot of the, the narrative uh, across by doing vlogs and things like that on YouTube. So I really want to build up, um, you know, all the, the content for YouTube um, and that and, and then separate content across social channels as well. So if somebody's into more of the, the focus and adventure side, there's going to be a platform for that. But if somebody's maybe wanting to concentrate more on the, the mindset side, I'll be releasing little kind of short snippet videos on Facebook and Instagram Live. From a content point of view, Damien, this is it's going to be like pure gold. You're going to be yeah. gathering some just incredible content. How how can we follow your journey? Well, the biggest, um, first and foremost, I'm trying to build up Facebook. Um, Facebook, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, don't get me wrong, but we don't have uh, a budget like, say, a, a massive brand does. So paid advertising has proved quite difficult for us on social platforms. But yeah, certainly Facebook, at Mr. Damien King. Um, YouTube, we've only just put the first video up there, just a, a short promo video. And that's the uh, YouTube channel is called Create Your Own Adventure. But that's where most of the content is actually going to go. Um, And then also I'm going to be doing, uh, releasing all the content via my website, which is damienking.co.uk. So, yeah, you know, content is king, I suppose you could say, for this adventure. You know, I want to get as much as I can up. 
um, across all of the social platforms and um, make it as you know really exciting and really inspiring as well. So I've got a few ideas uh, up my sleeve for content along the way as well. So talking about just inspiring people, what are your top tips, would you say, for people who are wanting to embark on something similar, for people who are wanting to create their own adventure? Come up with an absolutely crazy idea, put it out on social media, uh, wake up the following morning with complete dread, <laughs> think to myself, oh my God, what have I let myself in for? And then, and, and then just work towards it, take action and you know really move towards your ultimate goal because one thing that's cost me uh in life and that's time um you know the 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 fear of failure the fear of what people are going to think of you um you know the stark reality is people really don't care much about you in the sense of they're more concerned about what they're doing so just get out there um you know i'm very conscious of not coming across as one of these people of like you know just take action giving that very much generic advice but biggest piece of advice is to actually just take action you know I sat on things for far too long and um, you know I think you've got to make the mistakes that um, propel you forward uh, ultimately on what goal you want to achieve so be be brave would you say yeah just literally just get out there and I, I couldn't tell you the amount of times that I've uh, you know, I've, I've recorded stuff, I've written and, and really be individual and be yourself because that's what people, feed, you know, feed into. Um, so authenticity, you, know, you would say. Very much so, yeah, well. because it's your journey that's actually going to ultimately create your path in life. You know, it's I've, I've found, you know, when I went through a bad patch around in 2015, 2016, you know, it, it's, it's, it's quite funny. You know, I've I've been successful in life and I fortunately I've had a network of people that have been successful as well. But it was nearly three years ago to the day, well, to the days alive, but it was roughly three years ago that I was actually packing boxes out of my house to actually move from a large house, you know, down to uh, a room that I was renting because obviously things had gone, you know, tits up for me. And now I'm actually planning to walk across India and that's within three years. That is an inspirational story, Damien. But if I had acted quicker, maybe that could have been two years. So that's what I'm saying to people, you know, in hindsight now, yes, it's fantastic to have gone from, you know, packing boxes up and nearly being made homeless to going and then walking across India. And, you know, everything's great for me now. I live in a lovely house. I've got an amazing girlfriend. You know, I'm okay financially. Um, But that's three short years. My only... Um, you know, the thing that I look back on now is maybe I could have made that a year and a half, two years, but it is what it is. Sure. And you've, and you've recognized, you've learned from, from the experience and, in, and you're sharing your journey. It, do, do you know what? It's, I, I, I couldn't turn around. It's probably only been this last year that I could have actually turned around and said, I'm glad I went through having suffered with depression because it was still a very bitter pill to swallow with everything that I'd lost in life. But it really has made me more of a authentic, true version of myself without that sounding too wishy-washy. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. I think I wore a, a facade of I look back now at my time in the city, my time in business. And a lot of the time I look back at character traits that I wasn't particularly fond of and I just accepted them for who I was in business and what my character was. But you know, the reality is, is I've become so much more of a, a grounded, better, more adventurous person within those three years. So it's worked out well for me. 
Thank you so much for sharing your story with us there, Damien, and for those great tips and and pointers for people who may be going through a, a similar kind of tricky situation and be facing similar challenges. On a slightly more lighthearted note, I am Go just dying to ask you just a final question from us here at Feel Good Brands. I'm yep. just dying to ask you, what are the three things that you are going to miss the most whilst you're away? And you can choose anything. Okay, number one, dip and flip burgers. <laughs> so they are a small chain, very much like uh, your meat liquor and things like that. But they are just, I mean, there's one close to me down in Clapham or Battersea. So yeah, dip and flip burgers. Um, I think they're the best the best in London. Um, do you know what? It sounds really bad, but a lot of them are going to be kind of food related. So let me just, I'll say <laughs> that one. That, yeah, dip and flip or the smoking goat for food. Uh, obviously, my girlfriend and my friends. Um, like, that's not really a second one. Everyone's going to say that, aren't they? Coffee. Good coffee is my number yeah. two. Um, and gas central heating. Yeah. Good, I know it sounds answers. funny, doesn't it? But bearing in mind, I'm going to go from a, a beautiful warm house with you know, amazing coffee every morning to waking up and being in a tent in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, my creature comforts. <laughs> thank you for sharing those those with, with us today. And Damien, thank you so much for chatting to us. It's been oh, thank really, you for having me on. Oh, it's, it's been great to meet you. Um, and here at Feel Good Browns, we wish you the very best of luck for a truly awesome and successful trek. We look forward to following you on your adventure. Many thanks. Awesome. Thanks for having us on.